Hey now, welcome to another edition of the Inside BS Show. Today, we are talking to a guy who's going to help you be more connected. That's right. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about business relationships. We're talking about how to make yourself more valuable to others and in the process, grow your business, grow your brand. My guest today does not want to be called an expert, but I will let you be the judge as to whether he is an expert on being connected, on getting the best of you in front of other people. Please join me in welcoming Justin Breen to the Inside BS Show. All right, Justin, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, uh, my whole life is no BS, uh, no, you know, no BS. Uh, I'm the most direct person on the planet, and then my directness weeds out nonsense and then attracts top, top people on the planet. I was in, uh, this is a fascinating story, you know, we talk about relationships, right? So I'm in a group called Abundance 360. Um, I'm very confident saying it's one of the top entrepreneurial groups in the world. At the level I'm at, I don't care about revenue at all, but most people do. Um, at the level I'm at, 99% of the folks are running $10 million to $10 billion companies. So, okay, I like to be in a room like that or I get bored. And we had a, a discussion, a meeting in the metaverse in a virtual room, a virtual room on my desktop. So I was zooming, you know, not zooming, but moving around is like my head in a video form with my name under it, you know, going around this room. Ray Kurzweil was the speaker. Um, he's one of the top futurists in the world. And uh, I came across somebody and we started talking in, in the metaverse. And, and then we had a side chat on LinkedIn and I sent him my Calendly. And then right after this interview, he and I are meeting in Zoom to create a real relationship. So metaverse, LinkedIn, Calendly, Zoom to create a real relationship because this technical technology gets, you know, amazing technology. Uh, real relationships are a constant that will never change. So I thought that was an unbelievable thing of like in real time about what's going on in our world. So you uh, basically, from what you just told me, you like the technology aspect, but your focus is taking that technological interaction and getting into a real, a real scenario where there's a one-on-one -on -one connection. Oh my God, that is such good simplification. Um, Okay, so just as background, one, that's one of the better questions and simplifications I've ever heard, and I, you know, I've done hundreds of interviews since becoming an entrepreneur five years ago, so that's, that's really good simplification. But, you know, I was thinking about it, uh, the five-year anniversary of me starting my entrepreneurial journeys tomorrow, uh, in real time, February 10th, and I haven't done outbound sales or gimmicks or marketing in years, I just connect top people top people in the world, the top people in the world, and then they connect me to other top people. Some of them want to hire my PR firm and then others want to join my invite-only uh, connectivity platform. But I was thinking about it, why, why this has happened, why it's happened, because I'm floating around up here thinking on things in a much grander vision than landing the plane stuff. That's why I don't like being called an expert. I just don't. I'm, I'm, I'm an expert in simplifying patterns, I guess. But... but um, the, you know, one of the main reasons why it's been successful is because I immediately embrace new technology and utilize that to create real relationships. So when COVID started, I posted on social media, this would be the greatest opportunity for anyone with the right mindset. 
I mean, anyone with the right mindset, this is, COVID's provided the single greatest opportunity of our lifetimes, and probably ever, certainly in human history, for people with the right mindset. I mean, my first company, profits have quadrupled, no outbound sales, global company that only partners with top people around the world are the ones who will make the investment, created a second company with a person I've met in person one time. He's in San Francisco, I'm in Chicago. Um, and we, the only time we met in person was at uh, a launch party that I threw in downtown Chicago. That, that was fun, but it's just by embracing new technology to create real relationships. And real relationships has nothing to do with being in person. That's totally meaningless. I don't think you and I have ever met. I don't think we have. Okay, so this is a real relationship. It doesn't matter that it's on this platform. That's meaningless. Yeah, I so I completely agree with you. I was a partner at a huge consulting company, and it was very common for us to meet the consultants that we were uh, working with the client with for the first time in the lobby of the client's building. And, you know, I would I would talk to them a hundred times. We would have really, back in the day, it was really expensive to have video calls. We would have really expensive mm -hmm. video calls. So I could recognize them when I actually saw them in person. And then I would meet them in the lobby for the first time. We would talk for five minutes and I'd say, okay, let's go pitch the client. And that was, but my, my relationship was no less real because I had never met them. It just so happened they were in India and they were not gonna come all the way to the US until we were sure we had had a really good shot of land in the client. I mean, those are, so the, the definition of a real relationship for me, Justin, and I want to hear what yours is for me, it's the exchange of value between two people who want each other to be successful. Yeah. I mean, I love how you think, and, uh, we're both simplifiers. Um, all my brain, I don't know why it works like this, but it does. I just hear blah, 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 and then immediately simplify it into patterns. And then more importantly, I actually do something about it. So I hear blah, 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 simplify it into pattern. And then most people never do anything with that knowledge. They never, <clears throat> they never take action. I am very little talk unless someone's asking me questions like this. I am all action. I am no BS, all action. <laughs> all action, because talk was meaningless without doing anything about it. So, but I can answer your question with that background because if you have the right mindset, it attracts the right network and creates the right opportunities. So whether it's the same values, to me, it's the same mindset. So my brain immediately attracts the people with the right mindset who won't waste my time. They'll make investment, take action, and then I connect them to other people that won't waste their time. They have the same values. They're not going to waste someone's time and they'll create value for them. They'll create value for them. And there's a fort because, again, my brain turns it into patterns. I don't know why. But when you start a company, it's get to get. So I reached out to 5,000 people to get my first five clients. Then it's get to give. You're mostly getting, but you're, you're giving a little. Most people stop at that. Or I think really most people stop at step three, which is give to get. So they're giving, but really they're still trying to get a little. The point I'm at and the only people I talk to they're give to give, but only to the people who get it. So I'm constantly doing intros, whether or not that comes back to me, I don't care, but it's only to the people who match my values and mindset. Because if you give to someone who doesn't get it, not only does it damage you, but it damages the people who do get it. Because the people who do get it do not want to talk to people who don't get it. They don't want to deal with that. So those are the four steps, and most people never make it to the fourth step. 
Okay, so help people understand, and I I think I understand it, but I want you to uh, I want you to say it again so that the people who are watching, the people who are listening, um, really get it. How can you? How can we sniff out? Because I how can we sniff out the people who really get it? Because I've given to people over the years, I've given to people, given to people, given to people, yep. and not gotten anything in return. But now that I'm a more mature business person. I stopped expecting anything in return, and that's when people surprise me, and the people who surprise me are the people who I never really expected to get anything back from. Right. So is there a way, Justin, is there a way to sniff it out so that we know, or do we just have to keep giving until somebody gives back? Okay, so one, you get it. Two, my directness weeds out nonsense and attracts greatness. And in my ultimate litmus test, this is my litmus test, because I can talk to someone now and most of my day is talking to the world's top entrepreneurs. No, that's most of my day, okay, uh, besides hanging out with my family. So if I talk to someone and within five minutes, I'll know, I'll know, I'll know. Um, uh, and I realize they're going to take time away from me and my family. I will never talk to that person again, ever. And that's my entire litmus test because I'm a dad who happens to be an entrepreneur, not an entrepreneur who happens to be a dad. So the thing I hear most when it is one of those people, which, by the way, doesn't happen any, you know, it rarely happens now because people who get it introduce you to people who get it. They don't introduce you to people who don't get it. But if it does happen now, and it certainly happened a lot at the start, but it's if, if someone asks, what do you cost or charge within the first five or 10 minutes of a conversation? They're living in, they're living in transactional, they're living in transactional, uh, not transformational world. Uh, when someone asks, what does an investment with you look like? And it, that's, that's really a, a solid differentiator. In terms of like landing the plane kind of stuff, that when I certainly when I first started, that's what I would hear more than often. What do you cost or charge? Mm -hmm. And I just don't talk to people like that. So I'm going to tell you a story, and I yeah I'm sure I'm sure you know this guy, but it's it's the, it's a it's a hysterical in my mind. It's still a hysterical story, and I I aspire to be this guy one day. So um, I, I'm in a project with a bunch of people, really really smart people, and it's a corporate project. And, and I, I usually I don't do these type of projects anymore, but I'm in this project and one of the guys who I'm in the project with says, I'm going to bring in one of the best minds in entrepreneurial marketing today and he's going to give us great ideas. We're going to get him on the call. And the guy and, I, and Justin, I'm sure you know him is Alex Mendozian, right? So Alex, Alex comes on the call and the, the, the executive vice president of marketing for this massive company goes into this 15-minute soliloquy, just a whole, you know, bunch of crap. And Alex says like four words. He says, thank you for inviting me on the call. I cannot be helpful. Have a good day. And he hangs up. <laughs> and, then, and, the guy, and the guy goes, hello? The marketing guy, hello? I'm like, I think he's gone. <laughs> right, yeah, so I don't talk to people like that. Um, and here's what's interesting. Um, I'm almost done with the manuscript uh, for my second book. Uh, first one's Epic Business. Second one's called Epic Life. And then Peter Diamandis, who's one of the top entrepreneurs in the world, he's doing the forward. Okay, so that's what I mean. Talk is meaningless without doing anything about it. And there's a couple chapters that relate to exactly what you're talking about because talk is meaningless without knowing what you're talking about and doing something about it. So one of the chapters is Time Vampires, Avoid Them Like the Plague, that marketing person was a time vampire because their talk with no action 
their talk with no action. I'm very little talk with all action. Again, unless I appreciate you interviewing me, but I actually don't like to say anything. Um, I just like to act. The other one, uh, the other one is uh, Nick Saban. Uh, he's won seven national championships more than anyone in college football history. Um, and he did a he did a speech why his teams were successful. And in his speech, he said, mediocre people don't like high achievers and high achievers don't like mediocre people. So I just hang out with high achievers because those are the people, only people that understand what I'm talking about. And they would never waste my time with a 45 minute soliloquy like like that person did. They would never do that. All right. So um, help us help. us. So there, there are people listening, people watching now for whom this, this message is going to resonate. How did they right. get in the room with high achievers? Because maybe they're, you know, maybe they're no, just no, starting no, their no, business. No, 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 no. Okay, so I started my first company with zero business background, zero. I never took an entrepreneur class in college. I still don't know what an S corp is because I think that's funny. I'm actively not trying to learn what that is because I think it's funny, and I'm like a child. I'm like a child, and and everything to me has always been an investment. Always. So the first group I joined was two hundred dollars. No one understood what I, yearly. Uh, no one understood what I was talking about, but it was still a good investment because I learned that people in that room had no idea what I was talking about. Um, then I joined five hundred a year. Then it was two thousand. Um, then it was five thousand. Then it was ten thousand. Now I'm in. Now I'm into twenty five thousand plus. I'd easily invest fifty k to uh, one strategic coach. One's abundance three sixty. I'd easily invest fifty k. Easily, easily to be in those because in those rooms, those are the only people that really understand what I'm talking about. But my point is, is that everything's always been an investment. It's never been a cost. Never. Nothing has ever been a cost. And and at the highest level, there are no excuses, only investment. So people that make excuses, how do I do this? How do no? You do it. <laughs> There's no. There are no excuses at this level. Now did that that guy who <laughs> you mentioned hung up the phone <laughs> after three minutes? I can't help you. You either can do this or you can't do this. There are no excuses at this level. Figure it out. Yeah. Okay. So let's say we make the investment and we get in that we get in that room with the high achievers, right? We have to be clear on the value we can provide to someone else before. So it makes sense to be clear on the value you provide before you get in the room, correct? You know, usually I know the answer to questions. That one's a really interesting one. That, that's an, a really interesting one because I actually don't overthink anything. And, the, you know, one of the biggest reasons why I've had this global success very quickly is I don't overthink it. I just take action. I just make the investment and then I learn from that whatever whatever happens in that room and then I actually do something about it. That said, to go into a room with not with no background, I don't necessarily know if that's the best plan, but my point is I'll just make the investment uh, and then and then learn from whatever happens. Um, you know again, that's why COVID that's why COVID's provided such a great opportunity, the greatest opportunity. It's this uncertainty that's created all these opportunities to collaborate. And since I had made all these investments and I didn't overthink it, and then I had learned from all those investments, then I was in a position where I could take action. So overthinking and not making the investment is something I wouldn't recommend, but at least having some type of knowledge, I mean something, uh, something where you can provide value, I think to your point, which is a good one, where you can provide value first. 
provide, I mean, I'm again, I'm constantly giving to give to the people who get it. Constantly. I'm constantly, I don't care if it, if it comes back to me, great. It doesn't matter. I'm constantly providing value because I'm at that fourth level. I'm at that fourth level. And if you can't give to give, if you're just kind to give to get, then it, then making those big investments in those type of rooms, probably not the best idea. You know, so uh, the there's a there's an interesting point to uh, to to what you just said. So I said, hey, listen, you got to know what value you're going to provide when you walk in the room. As I after you after listening to you speak, as I reflect on it, when I enter rooms like that with people who really know what they're doing. I think to myself, going into the room, I thought I was going to provide X as value. But once I'm in the room, I realize, I realize what your gift was. Yeah. I realize that, hey, listen, you know, that's not the value these people need. The value these people need really is this. So I got to go figure out how I can deliver that value. Okay. So that's interesting too. You actually transformed what your value, how you wanted to provide value. That's interesting. Well, because that's what business is about. We, I, my business is not about what I can do. My business is about what you need. If I, if I'm clear about that, then I got a business. If I only want to provide what I want to provide, uh, that if the world doesn't want that, I'm broke. <laughs> See, and that's where I'll, that's where I'll flip the script. That's where I'll flip the script because. Um, the most insulting question I receive is what do you do? Because nobody cares about what you do. They only care about who you are. But again, real relationships and, and sharing stories with the world, that's all, that's all my firm provide, my companies provide is real relationships and real connectivity. And I'm just the buyer. Like if people don't want that, that's fine. But there's endless abundance for people that do want that. So I completely stay in my zone of genius. By the way, continuing to raise investment levels because that weeds out people that make excuses and just attracts people that will make the investment. Um, and I have found, I have found, because I'm a simplifier into patterns, is that bigger investment leads to smaller room. And, but in that smaller room, the people are making bigger impacts. So I just keep making bigger investments into smaller rooms where the people in, in that room are making bigger impacts. That allows me to have biggest investment in smallest room, which is my family, my wife and two young sons, where I can make biggest impact. And I have found what my brain, what my companies provide, there's endless abundance in that, endless. And if people don't want that, that's on them. I'm just the buyer of the people that do want that. They pay my firms, but I'm not selling anything. There's nothing to sell at this level. It's all being the buyer with other collaborators. Oh, look, look I, I think we're saying the same thing, but in order for you to realize how valuable what you have is, you had to walk in a room for the first time and talk to someone and then a light bulb went off over your head. Right. There was no, the first time you didn't you didn't go in going, hey, listen, I'm going to connect you to 10,000 people or three people who are super value that somebody said to you, I would love to meet X. And you were like, I know that person. I can do this. And that's when you realized you had something of value. So for, you know, for somebody who's going in, let's say you were a widget manufacturer, you were going in and somebody said, hey, I would love to meet this guy. You knew you could make that connection. All of a sudden, you're the connection guy. You're not the widget manufacturer anymore because the market said to you, this is what we need. So now you know what your value Amazing. is. 
Yeah. Well, so that's the fascinating part. That's the fascinating part is, and you can never learn that unless you make the investment. And that's my whole point. If you don't take action, you can't learn anything. You can't, you can't actually find out. That's why if people make excuses, they're not, no excuses. You'd make, make the investment. Overthinkers are, are underdoers. And again, um, I've always had mentors on this journey. Over 80% of people, when they start their companies, they don't have mentors. Um, that's, a, that's in my first book. I, I cited that. And uh, that's horrifying. <laughs> that's pretty hor- <clears throat> horrifying. But one of my mentors, at the very start of the journey, because I'm a good learner and then I do something about it, he's like, oh, you know, getting people in PR, which, you know, I'm world class, world class at that. Like, world, I was a journalist for 20 years, created my entire business model based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. So in terms of that, world class, have global clients, top people on the planet. Okay, so, but that's, that's, not, that's not my true superpower. My true superpower is simplifying it simplifying all this complexity into patterns and then actually doing something about it and then connecting people regardless of media. That is, And then new company is just technology for my brain for what I'm already doing because I'm in the right room where I made the right investment and found the right people to collaborate with. So it's all a great circle that just keeps evolving because I took action, all because I took action. Didn't overthink it, didn't waste time, actually did something about it. Okay, so I want to go into the your investment philosophy in a in a deeper way, and I I will I will phrase the question very specifically, because too many people have a problem with elevating their game. My focus with my clients is no, always no, no. well. Hang on, hang on. My focus with my clients is always, hey, listen, I don't I don't want you to be middle market. I don't want you to be even top middle market. I want you to be at the top of the spectrum. And I want people to wonder about the value you're going to provide because you're so expensive. And there's a reason for that. And I think, I think you're just the person to share that reason with us, but I don't want you to do it just yet, Justin. I want you to think about it for (laughs) one minute because I have to remind people that we are brought to you by Sandrowski Corporate Advisors for over 35 years. Sandrowski has provided expert service to people all over the United States. Now they focus on tax planning, consulting, family office advisory, dispute advisory, business valuation. I mean, if you listen to the show, you've heard me talk about Sandrowski before. Here's the thing I want to share with you today. If you have a business and your business is productive, but you're wondering if it could be more productive, I want you to give Sandrowski a call and I want you to have them look at your financials. And the reason why I want them to look at your financials is because they can make some suggestions to you to tweak a few things so that you can take more money home. But I also want them to look at the way your business is organized because the one thing we all hate is taxes. Now, I don't care if you're a conservative or a progressive, you don't want to deal with a progressive accountant. You don't want a liberal accountant. You want a conservative accountant who's going to save you money on your taxes. So give Sandrowski a call, have them look at the structure of your company. If you think you're paying a lot of taxes now, wait until you go to sell your company. And here's the beauty of the Sandrowski relationship. They can look at the structure of your company and they can give you advice for five years down the road, seven years down the road, 10 years down the road, when you're ready to sell your company, they can help you save a boatload, an S-ton of money on your taxes 
because they know the appropriate structure. They're experts in this and they've been doing it for 35 years. Give them a call, 866-717-1607. The best time to call them would have been when you started your company. The second best time is today because they can help you fix what you didn't do correctly when you organized your company in the first place, 866-717-1607. We're also brought to you by my Revenue Roadmap Guide. You want a business development plan, you're thinking to yourself, you need a bigger book of business because your boss is on your back, or you just wanna have more options, revenueroadmapguide.com, enter your contact info. You can download for free the guide I use with my clients. You can customize it. It's my gift to you for listening to Justin and I talk today, for watching us on YouTube, revenueroadmapguide.com. Enter your contact info, get your free guide today. All right, Justin, so I asked you a question about the investment. And I tell my clients they got to go to the top of the market. They need to be the most expensive because they'll attract serious people. Explain to us how that has helped you in your career. Yeah, I mean, that's everything. Um, I just keep raising my rates to weed out nonsense and attract greatness. And people at the highest level, oops, sorry about that. The, uh, there's there's somebody right now who wants greatness. They're calling. They they're ready. They're ready to invest a ton of money because they want greatness. Um, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a god wink. God wink. But the um, you know, let me uh, let me silence my phone too. But like, it's funny because I'm glad you I'm glad you um had had that break because um there were so many things there that were said. Um, that I can understand. So I am not a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, and there's fundamental differences. There's fundamental differences because I see the pattern. So business owners care about revenue, office space, employee count. Um, and then entrepreneurs like me, they care about profit, purpose, spending time with family, real relationships. I have no intent to ever sell any of any of my companies because it would literally be selling the purpose of my life. Um, and, and business owners, business owners are trying to change their world there. Um, the people, the true entrepreneurs I talk to, they're changing the world, the, um, and I only partner with people changing the world because otherwise I get, I get bored. I get bored because their world are people are complaining about stuff that I don't understand. I would I'm not a their world person. I'm a the world per person. And then, and then what has happened is because I've raised investment rates to be part of my companies, I've I've weeded out their world people, um, and only attract the world people. And the world people love hanging out with the world people, collaborating, not competing with anyone. At this level, there's, yeah, that, I, I, love, I love these questions and I love the background. Because at this level, there's no competition, only collaboration. You know, people landing the plane, they're like, oh, you're in the PR space. I'm like, you know, they're like, oh, this is really competitive. I go, there's no competition. I'm not competing with anyone. Endless abundance. Endless abundance at this level. And I've, I've quantified it. I've quantified it. The, the people that I partner with, it's, it's not the 1%, it's really the 0.1%, the 0.1 out of 1,000. And that has nothing to do with how much money they make. It has nothing to do with it. It has to do with their values and their mindsets. And I only partner with people who have abundance, visionary, investment mindset. So there's no what do you cost or charge. There's no scarcity. There's no overthinking to not join the right room and make the big investment. There's just action. There's just let's go. So rules, it just weeds out all this nonsense 
But the whole point of it weeding out all this nonsense is because I just kept I kept living what I was what I was saying, meaning like I just raised rates exponentially. And then and then for my own companies, invite only buyer buyer. I'm just the buyer. And then I just kept making bigger investments to be in smaller rooms with bigger impacts. So doing it myself for my own companies, but then also joining rooms to represent that as well. So again, talk is meaningless without doing anything about it. And I just do it. That's the whole point. So if you come across somebody today, Justin, who doesn't have the level of confidence that you have or the level of confidence that I have, right? And I, and I meet a lot of these people, people who by society's measure would be considered successful, but they just, they're, they're, they just don't have the level of confidence that you and I have. What's your advice to them? Yeah, so that, I mean, again, that's 0.1% of the population. So, and you said, you said it right. It's not arrogance, it's confidence. So confidence people, you know, confident people love me. They love me. Arrogant people hate me because arrogant people, the guy who talked for 50 minutes in that meeting, it's probably one of the most arrogant people you've ever met, is arrogant people think they're great at everything. I am basically useless to society besides connecting people on global level and getting people in news at high level. And then and I'm really good dad and then a, a decent average above average husband. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at that. So, but other than that, I'm useless. I'm useless. Like I don't have any other skills. I'm not, I can't, I mean, like I can, I can do it. Um, but I, you know, I can barely tie my shoes. I still don't know how to hold a pencil. Right. I mean, I, I've never, I don't know how to do it, but like, my point is, is that confidence attracts other confidence. And again, at this level, I don't want to hear an excuse. People that will make excuses, that's what I mean. People may make excuses, they make excuses their whole lives, their whole lives. And again, I simplify into patterns. Um, uh, I haven't met one entrepreneur at the highest level. I'm not talking about business owner. I'm not talking about consultant. I'm not talking about regular human employee. I'm talking about at the very highest level, very highest that hasn't overcome at least one of the following four things, most are two or three, and then I talk, I talk to a lot of all fours now. So here, this is entrepreneur life, and here are the four things. One is bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. Two, depression. Three, the highest level of anxiety you can imagine, and four, likely and or possible traumatic experience as a child or young adult. So regular humans, consultants, business owners, they use those things as excuses their whole lives. Entrepreneur at the highest level, eh, Figure it out, execute, no excuses. That is what separates the 0.1%, whether you're a billionaire or dirt broke from everyone else. That is what separates. You know, so I, um, I really appreciate that, uh, that philosophy. And, you know, I think, I think about my own journey and I've been, I've been there with all four of them. Um, right. you know, so, but here's the thing. I don't want, I don't want people who listen to the show or who watch the show to go out and like run in front of a taxi and get paralyzed like I was, right? <laughs> so don't, if you're missing that one of the four, don't have the traumatic experience on our behalf. No, yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. No, do not. But, but, um, um, listen, listen, that is entrepreneur life. People right. see this right. sunshine and rainbows. Um, and it's, I mean, odds of having none of those, I mean, it's, you know, that's just what this world is. I mean, I started, I started first company, I'm, I'm three of the four. I'm not, knock on what I'll never have to worry about bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy, but, but, um, 
you know, I started my first company, again, February 10th, 2017, so I don't believe in randomness. It was, we were meant to talk today. Um, my job salary was cut in half. I couldn't find a job. Uh, two young children live in the North Shore of Chicago, uh, you know, pretty decent sized mortgage. So zero business background, zero, zero. So uh, incorporate, tried to find a job, couldn't find a job, incorporated April 16th, 2017. Um, I didn't even know what incorporation meant. Uh, over the next six weeks while I worked uh, half salary, full time, reached out to 5,000 people to find first five clients. So one out of 1,000, different 0.1% than the people I partner with now, but still one out of 1,000 said yes. Uh, got fifth client. Resigned the next day, and then Robert Feeder, he's top media columnist of the Midwest, did a story I'd started my own firm. So that was just a start company. So most people can't, they, they're not capable of doing that. I mean, you're either born someone like us, or you're, you're, I mean, most people aren't born like this. And that's great because the world needs more integrators and employees. If everyone was like us, nothing would ever get done. There'd be no, there'd be no, you can't, everyone can't fly the plane. Um, but my point is, if you are born like this, which is rare, it's very rare, then there are no excuses. There are no excuses at this level. You just figure it out. Yeah, and I think the the four things that you highlighted help people gain the confidence that they can figure it out. I heard um, years ago, it's got to be, Justin, it's got to be almost 20, maybe 25 years ago, I heard Dan Kennedy say, Listen, if you haven't gone broke, look forward to it because that's the point where you'll really gain the confidence to go out and do great things. And at the time, I was incredulous. I was like, what do you mean? I got to go broke. But then I realized what he was talking about. And what he was talking about is some of us have to experience that for ourselves to realize it's not the end of the world, right? Just the start. Right. So what I do these days is, um, and I'm curious about your opinion on this, what I do these days is I like to talk to people like bankruptcy attorneys or people who have had difficulty in business, and I like to have them tell their story to people who've never had that experience so that they can, on an intellectual level, and not on an emotional level, on an intellectual level, understand that it's not the end of the world. And bankruptcy was created to enable entrepreneurship, to give people that, you know, that fresh start. If the business they started for whatever reason didn't work out, it's to encourage them not to be, you know, not to, not to, you know, take their own life because they can get a fresh start. So the four things you, um, you highlighted, I think are, incredibly valuable for the people who are who are with us today who are listening and who are who are watching um talk to me about now your um you mentioned several times and i'm i'm a big believer in this philosophy that your business enables your lifestyle talk about how that is your mission and how that informs everything that you do well um the first line in my first book um after the prologue is if you're someone who doesn't put family first, put the book down, I can't help you. So, um, <laughs> and, and, uh, and um, Dan Sullivan, uh, to, to talk about what you were just talking about earlier, Dan Sullivan, I'm very confident saying he's the top entrepreneurial coach who's ever lived. He's 77 now. He's, he co-founded Strategic Coach, which I'm very confident saying is the top entrepreneurial group in the world. I've been very blessed to be in that for the last couple of years. 
So he was uh, divorced and bankrupt on the same day. <laughs> Mid-30s, divorced and bankrupt on the same day. I only laugh because, like, think, just think he about He got it that. all over with. He got it all over with. Um, and But I honestly think to get to this level, you have to understand the very bottom. Um the very bottom before you can get to this level. I, that's why I haven't met. I haven't found someone who hasn't gone through all four of those things or will be at least one of them, because at least because like you just can't, I mean, I, well, it's just I mean, co- COVID has checked off the anxiety and depression box for just about everybody. <laughs> so. Not people with the right mindset though. That's my point. It's been the conversations I'm having. I mean, I've known people that lost a hundred percent of their business in two or three days. This is one of the chapters in my new book. That two or three days lost their entire company. Eh, figure it out. So they started new company, pivoted, created digital platforms. They've had their best, you know, I mean, my first company, it's record profit, I mean, over and over because I just attract people with the right mindset. So I do, but my wife had COVID. She was upstairs for 14, she's a pediatrician. Uh, she had COVID. She was upstairs quarantined for 14 days at the end of 2020 while I was watching my two children. So if you've seen Animal House, that is what my house looked like after that, because um, I can barely take care of myself, let alone my kids. But, but like again, people with the right mindset, this has been the greatest opportunity, I mean, ever. And and I just can't imagine something greater, a greater opportunity, a greater opportunity than this. But you know, entrepreneurs at the highest level, they look at bankruptcy as like a badge of honor. <laughs> That's what they. It's not a it's not a bad thing. It's like, oh, okay, this is I learned from this. Now figure it out and make and make something better. And again, the best the best day of my journalism career was also the worst day when I had job salary cut in half. So that was the worst day. <clears throat> that was the worst day and the best day because it led to this. That's not even in the top 50 worst days of being an entrepreneur. Sure. That's not even in the top. Yeah, so most people can't they can't handle this. They they can't and that's fine. That's why they fizzle out or they stay small. They don't think globally because they can't. They, and that's fine. That's totally fine. But like to get to this level, like without going through that kind of stuff, I just don't I don't see the exception. I don't see it. I never answered your question, but I was thinking about your previous one. And it was there was so much meat there that I that I thought I'd interject. I appreciate it. All right. So I want you to give some thought to the three things people should take away from our time together today. Give us three big things, but do it in just one minute. Folks, I need to remind you that we're brought to you by Sandrowski Corporate Advisors. For the last 35 years, they've been helping people make sense of the numbers in their business. They're truly a CPA firm with a different perspective. Let's talk about their forensic accounting capabilities right now. If you need help going back into the records of your business or you're buying a business and you need help getting to the bottom of the numbers in the other business, Sandrowski can help you. And here's the reason why you need to bring in somebody from the outside. Let's say you have a partnership and your partnership is splitting up. These things happen, right? But your partner was responsible for taking care of the numbers, taking care of the books. And the partner says, okay, here's what the business is worth. This is what I'm going to pay you. Now go away. And you don't think that's fair. You got to give Sandrowski a call, have them come in, have them take a look at the numbers, have them dig in. If your partner was right, he shouldn't care if you have Sandrowski come in. If your partner wasn't right, you're going to be glad Sandrowski came in. It's going to be the best thing you ever did. So give Sandrowski a call, have them reach reach out to them and have them look at the books. Now, if you're involved in litigation, 
Justin just mentioned Dan Sullivan, who was divorced and bankrupt on the same day. Well, maybe when he was getting divorced, his spouse had some money stashed aside that he didn't know about, and he wanted to get to the bottom of it. His lawyer should have called Sandrowski. Sandrowski could go into the numbers, take a look at what was going on in his life and his business. Now, I'm not saying Dan Sullivan did this. I'm just using that for the purposes of getting through this spot. So, Let's say you're getting divorced and you want to make sure you're getting everything you need to get. Give Sandrowski a call. They will make sure you're getting what you deserve because they know the numbers inside and out. 866-717-1607. 866-717-1607. Also, remember, I got a free gift for you. If you haven't downloaded already, I don't know what you're waiting for. RevenueRoadmapGuide.com. Enter your contact info. It's your free business development plan. It's my gift, Justin's gift to you for being with us today. Justin Breen, the founder of Brepic, is with us, and his phone number is 773-910-2888. 773-910-2888. Don't waste his time. Don't call him unless you're ready to take your game to the next level. All right, Justin. What are the three big things everybody needs to take away from our time together? Sure. Uh, it's a great question. A great question. And I will never get divorced ever. Thank God I married someone like my wife is the exact opposite personality. She's loving, kind, warmth, empathy, rules, order, all that stuff. And then I'm just floating around. So thank God. Thank God for her. Thank God for her. But the three things, the three things. Uh, one is only do what you like to do and what you're good at. Uh, so I don't do anything that I'm not good at or don't like to do. I just hire someone else or find someone to do that for me. Two is only partnering with people who look at things as investments, not costs. If someone asks, what do you cost or charge? I'll never talk to that person again. And three, when you start a company, when you start a company, it takes two full years to figure things out. So it's not two months. It's not six months. It's not a year and a half. It's not, you know, a year. It's it's 24 months. Yeah. That's great. Those three things are fantastic. It's been over 15 years for me, and I'm still trying to figure things out. Every day is a new adventure. Justin Breen, it was a pleasure having you. It was so great. This is a great conversation. We will absolutely do it again because it's probably the most fun I'm going to have today. So thanks for joining me. (laughs) Thank you very much. I really appreciate these great questions and your audience uh, as well. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Inside BS Show. My name is Dave Lorenzo. We'll be back here again tomorrow with another episode. Thanks for joining me today. Until tomorrow, here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.